Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Mamas podcast, where we encourage and empower moms just like you to raise those babies in the way they should go. Hi, I'm Trudy Lineski, God girl, wife, mama four, writer, vlogger, and speaker. I'm super passionate about the next generation. Together, we can lead, guide, and direct them to stand confidently in who God has called them to be. Grab your coffee, get comfy, let's get started. Happy Monday, Kingdom Mamas. So we are on week three of a four-part series of raising kingdom boys. We are raising kingdom boys, right, Tim? Yes, ma'am. Yes, and this week we are talking about identity and Christ alone. And I think that's so, so important in a time where culture is identifying our children or identifying our boys for them. You know, if they do not have a strong foundation in who they are, the world will do that for them, right? Right. So as you know, there's these kids are being pushed further and further into having certain uh, identities or who you are, much so more today than it used to be maybe when we were growing up. Yeah. It's very important for kids to be characterized uh, today. And our goal really is to say and try to push forth well, who you truly are, what is your identity, not what the world identifies you as, right. but what is your true identity? Right. In fact, in Romans, it says, do not conform to the patterns of this world. And the patterns of this world right now are messed up. They're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think for our children, our kingdom children, we need to be super intentional about starting that process of identifying God and who he is. We are created in his image. We are in in Genesis it says we are created in God's image. And he said, "Let us create them in our image." So, you know, that's that's Jesus, right? Jesus shows up in Genesis, which for me is mind-blowing, right? You think, "Oh my gosh, Genesis or Jesus was a baby in a manger in Jerusalem." And wait a second, he was with God from the beginning. Yes. Right. It's yes, so, it, he was. It's so much fun to read about Jesus in the old chapter or the Old Testament. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the signs if, you know, we talked about this before, one of the signs of growth of a, as, of a Christian sometimes. And sometimes you, you hear these rebukes by some people about Jesus. Well, God didn't and say that. Or Jesus, Jesus didn't, didn't say that. Jesus didn't say that. And no, it's like, he did. Yeah, no, actually he was in the Old Testament. Yes. Brother, you need to look a little bit closer. Yes, so. yes. So... God and Jesus in Genesis said, let us, God and Jesus, Holy Spirit, the Trinity, create man in our image, the Trinity. So that it started in the garden. And when we as Christians, you know, just make sure that our children understand that concept. Right. And don't look at their identity as something that is of the now, of oh, the right. culture of today, you right. know, what what is going on in our culture and what is pushed forth and celebrated right. um, was is not celebrated in the Bible. No, no. So for us trying to push forth, well, listen, what is your identity? Well, let's look at the good source to try to yeah. figure out. The handbook of life. The, yeah. the handbook of life. That's right. right. To, right. to try to see, well, who are you and what is your purpose here? Right. And I think 
it's important for our kids to know that they don't get to choose, right? Like God said, <laughs> you're a man. God said, you're a woman. You know, somebody said to me one time when, you know, we're questioning this gender thing, this confusion of identity, they said, you know what? At the end of the day, when we die and we are buried into the ground in our, and we look at our skeletal system, we can tell whether we're a man or a woman, right? Yeah. That's determined from birth. So, okay. So how do we do that? When do we do that? Well, like most things that we've talked about so far, it's you try to talk about your your, your uh, young men or your children um, young, as young as you can, and try to instill them early on who they are. Right. Right. So our job is to be like Christ. Our job mm-hmm. is to be a follower of Jesus, which is is nice to say but mm-hmm. it's it's the mannerisms it's who your characteristics are right so that when people look at you they look at you as a christian right so and we've talked about this before when it's come into like you know when it comes to identity who you are you know in with in with teenagers and being in schools it can be sports right, right. oh you're the it's football season, so we'll pick on football and and uh, or soccer. And uh, you know, oh, you're the star quarterback, and in the area, you're known as the star quarterback. Right. And, um, or it's an academic one, and oh, you're the uh, valedictorian. Right. Or you're the smart kid. Yeah. Um, and always being characterized into these categories, yeah, yeah, as compared to always remember. And now, listen, it's good to have those that. are good things. They yeah. are good things, right? right? Your your job is God has given you certain gifts, young man, and your job is to maximize the gifts that He's given you, and not only to maximize those, but then to say, God, give me this talent. What can I do with this talent? that pushes forth his mission, right? Right. His mission is for me to live a Christian lifestyle and to be a Christian man and then to spread his message. Right. So how do I look at being an awesome quarterback and being able to identify that number one that's great that it is that that's my not my true identity. My true identity is me being a young Christian and walking in my faith. Now, how do I take my talents and then spread that to others so that I can uh, spread Jesus? Right. Glorifying him and all that we do. You know, I have a good story about our son, Landon. He had a big game last week. It was with a crosstown rival. And, you know, on our way to the game, I said, Landon, I just pray that you never forget where your gifts and talents come from. And so I said, can I just pray for you right now, Landon? He's like, oh, yeah, Mom. So we prayed on the way to the game. No, it went into, you know, it went into double overtime. It went into penalty kicks, which is a goalie's mom. (laughs) Goalie's mom's worst nightmare. And so you could visibly see my child over beside the goal on his knees in prayer. And in that moment, his faith was evident. And I that was just like the proudest mom moment. Like he could have lost. Right. But he won. You know so, what I mean? And, Already. And, and that kind of gets into what we're talking about with right. his identity. So us pushing forth since, since he's been a little kid, you're, you are a Christian. Right. That is who you are first and, and form, foremost. 
And then, you know, kind of having these other things that happen throughout the way. We talked about before, like, uh, camp and how that's been a big change with Landon's kind of walk as a Christian. And you may want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so this summer he went with our youth group to to Ohio, and it's Engage Camp. And, you know, this kid, he's very black and white. Like, he sees things either black or white. There's no gray. He's very concrete, the here and now. Like, that's where he stays, you know, mentally. And so for him to have faith, not that he isn't a Christian, he believes, but faith is hard for him. And so I texted him when they were on their way back. Didn't hear from him all week long, by the way. (laughs) This kid did not hear from him the whole time. And I said, hey, bud, you know, how did it go? And he said, you know, mom, it was amazing. And, you know, I just have to do a better job of walking out my faith. I need to pray more, get into God's word and and just, you know, get to know him more. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and that kind of ties back into that game where you were talking about, right? Stressful situation. Yeah. Who does he rely on? He yes. relies on God. Now, yes. And there were a lot of people there and, and you could see. Wow, what a, you know, who he relied on when right. it came to this, right? Yeah. And then, so there may have been some changes, right? We always talk about surrounding yourself around the right uh, children. And when you, your son does something like that, may influence others in a positive way. It right. makes you very proud, right? Yeah. Now, now fortunately, they, they had won the game, and that's great. And congratulations. You're right. going to be well-known at school, and, and, and people will say hi to you maybe more than than before. But what if you lose that situation, too? The whole identity, whenever you come over, is a son, I'm proud of you. You did right. great. Congratulations for taking God's gifts and, and, and working hard with them. But also, remember who you are. Right. Right. And it was a tough game. You know, the student section from the other side was saying some things. And had that been a year ago, he would have gotten caught up in the name calling. But he said, you know what, Mom, I'm just going to let my play do the talking. So he's really grown in that area. And I'm super proud of him for that. And, and we kind of have too, right? Right, yeah. So, I yeah. Mean, last year Nothing we Nothing like testing my Jesus. Yes. Yeah, so, so it's, <laughs> you know, sometimes you, you you look and everybody makes mistakes and everybody yeah. kind of, um, you think a little bit different, Don't poke right? the mama bear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, uh, so anyway, it's, it's, uh, it was, it was, a, it was a good moment. Yes. And one of those where, you know, it's, uh, makes you proud. Yeah. You know, yeah. that, that you could see. Uh, the hard work, the effort, the, um, the, the, the way that we live our life is infiltrating his, right? Yeah. And yeah. we've talked about that too, you know, and you, and sometimes some of the, the kingdom mamas ask, well, how do I, how do I get to that point too? And, right. and, you know, for us, we kind of think about, you know, number one, talking about your identity as a Christian man when you're young, right? So when they're kids, but then also that's speaking it, right? Right. This is who you are. I'm telling you the purpose of your life. I'm telling you who you are and who you belong to so that when bad things happen and they're going to, right? Right. It's inevitable. You're going to get picked on on school. Absolutely. Something's going to happen. doesn't matter. You're going to fail at something, but that's when you might be going, well, 
maybe I'm not this and maybe my identity is something else. But whenever they've known all their life what their identity is, right? that, you know, your, your hope yeah. is that they'll lean into that more. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, for, for uh, us and, and trying to speak that throughout the kids' lives has been important. But also, we, as we kind of talk about, it, it, it's great we go to church and church right. is a wonderful thing. And, but you can't just be doing that for an hour and a half every week, no. right? You've got to have that Christian lifestyle. And you said it before. You, you had a podcast before with a gentleman. It said, and I didn't live a Christian life. No, they, it was a girl and she had, um, she had actually talked about how she grew up in a Christian home, but never experienced the love of Jesus. Uh, Like their parents were Christian. They were Sunday Christians. But when it came to actually experiencing Jesus in the home, it wasn't there. Okay. So yeah, that's absolutely important. And you know, just living that out. What happens when life throws you lemons? What do you turn to? Do you turn to prayer? Do you, do you declare that this, you know, God is going to move on our behalf. Do we, you know, get caught up in the woes of life? How do we handle everyday situations? Are we worshiping? Are we praising? You know, right. When something bad happens, do you see that your mom's still reading her Bible every morning? Yeah, right. Exactly. So what do you continue to lean in, even when times are great and when times are poor? Absolutely. So what would you say to the mom that maybe her child didn't know who he was and the world has kind of labeled that child? How do we kind of backpedal and create a new image in Jesus? So number one, it's hard. Yeah. It's going to be hard. You're going to cry. You're going to have a tough time. It's going to take more time than you anticipate. Yeah. It's going to be ups and downs. You'll think yeah. it's going great at one point mm-hmm. and then there'll be some some backfalling because they'll always be told by the world and others who they who they are and yeah. who they should be. Do you think it's more so than when we grew up? I do. I do. I think so too. It is so much more and 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 this is kind of that social media thing, you it know. Is. You're I have right. to belong to this group or I'm part of, um, you know, this, uh, uh, people. Yeah. And, um, no, I think it's definitely a lot harder. It's in their face, I think more. It's no? definitely in their face a yeah. lot more. And, um, and certain groups that are, are celebrated that should not be celebrated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and, and kids are looking to fit in. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. so, so when they don't have that background where it's like my identity is a young Christian man. Yeah. My characteristics, I should be looking to Jesus. Right. To, to, to identify how I act in this world. And when they don't have that, they're going to be stumbling and mm-hmm. bumbling from right. and other thing can take their can be their uh identity, right? right. And it can be relationships too. Yeah. And yeah. that runs into a problem with uh, especially with the the lack of fathers. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of young men from single parent households and they'll attach onto uh onto girls a lot more. So it's uh, a safe place. Well, I don't know if it's a safe place or, um, or there is a, uh, um, I don't know the answer, to be honest with you. I just yeah. know statistically that's the case. Yeah. We will read a little <laughs> bit more. Yeah. One, more, one yeah. more thing to read through. But, um, you know, for, the, for them, when they look and, and they say, okay, we, 
I, I don't like where my child is. I don't like this group that he is involved in. We've got to get serious, right? Yeah. So you've got to think two things. Number one, we're going to talk. And I'm going to talk out loud as a Christian, and I'm going to pray with you. Mm -hmm. And it might be weird. You may not be one of these people like Miss Trudy here that just <laughs> speaks the word all pray. the time. I'm going to pray now. Right now. And it's going to be weird and awkward for you. But at the same time, this is what he needs. Yeah. He needs to know that you're there for him. He needs to know your identity. Mm -hmm. is that of a Christian. If you're coming home and you're, you know, you're doing drugs or you're drinking all the time or you're having all kinds of different relationships and things like that, he's going to look at that and say, well, that's not the Christian lifestyle that, right. uh, that you're talking. You're trying to push on to me, but you're not living that. Yeah. So speaking to him, speaking the word, trying to and praying with him and making that part of uh, what he hears all mm -hmm. the time. And then number two is living the lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. Living so that he sees, number one, you're going to be, have a huge impact on him. And he sees what that lifestyle can do and change. And then after that, after you're, you're doing that, it's, it's surrounding him with Christian men. Mm -hmm. It has to come from somewhere. Now, that might mean you have to go on Wednesday nights to... Um, to youth group and, and you're doing something uh, like a, 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 a study group and he's in youth group so that he's surrounded by teenagers that have a positive impact and he can see them. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, if there's any possibility of having um, a Christian male in his life uh, and you might have to seek that out and ask for help on the right. church and say, listen, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a single mom. He doesn't have anybody that he can look at as reliable and somebody that um, pushes him mm -hmm. into the Christian life. Yeah. So surrounding him uh, is one of the best things that you have to do. Mm -hmm. you, it's not like you you can't get by without doing that, right? Christianity mm -hmm. is a relationship, and, and we are the body of Christ. It is relationships community, that we have. Yeah. It's community. It's not an isolated no. um, uh, religion. No, and in fact, we've talked about this before and how that the average youth today needs six to eight additional adults outside of the home to spur them on and to encourage them in their faith. So, yeah, that's so important for, yeah. for the boys. And then sometimes you got to look at their environment and you got to say, well, do I need to change this environment? Right. right? Yeah. What's healthy? What for is them? healthy? And sometimes some kids need to get away from, you know, if all their friends are atheists and they're infiltrating them, it's you got to think about, well, how do I, who are you hanging out with? And right. how do we foster more relationships so you go to Jimmy's house as compared to Johnny, right? Right, So yeah. Johnny's house, maybe it's one of his friends, but there's some things going on there with the parents and, and others that you don't want him around. And, and it might be like, hey, well, you know, he wants to stay over Jimmy's house. And you say, well, that's not okay. But if Johnny has something, then that would be okay based on the more quality or the more impact, um, positive impact that you may see at that household, right? Yeah. And I think going back to us as parents, who or what, who are the, who's the company that we keep? Who do we keep around in our circles? You know, are they godly people? Because if they're godly people, then obviously our kids are going to be surrounded by them as well. But that it also sets up expectations and just kind of like that they understand 
that these are good people to have around. These are, you know, they're healthy relationships that, you know, build me up and, you know, they encourage me in my faith. They hold me accountable, you know. So when we do that as parents, when we are surrounded by Christians, then, you know, we get to show our children how to do the same. Right. A hundred percent agree. So, and you talked about that before the yoke, right? Right. Evenly yoked. We talked about that last week. So not just that you want your your young men looking for evenly yoked uh, females for marriage in the future, but also between the parents and who we hang out with. And the influences the people we hang out with have on them, right? Yeah, it's huge. So it's huge. Yeah. yeah. We are so blessed to have amazing people, adults, friends in our life to pour into our children. And, and it's it's beautiful to see that. You know, we, we don't have the benefits of having family around. So to have those friends that will come alongside us and pray with our children and you know, help them in their walk and is that's, awesome. And that's a lot of people nowadays too, though, right? People move from town to town because of jobs or um, they may not have family around as much as we did back in the, you know, the 70s right. and 80s when people didn't move around quite as much as they do uh, today. So surrounding yourself when, when you do get somewhere uh, and trying to find a good environment that can positively impact uh, your children and your young men. Yeah. It's definitely uh, needed. Absolutely. And it's intentional, right? Yeah. Like we surround ourselves with pretty good Christian families because we're seeking them out to be friends. I'm right. not, you know, and it's like some people say, oh, did you see uh, Jimmy the other day? Well, Jimmy's an alcoholic or Jimmy does drugs. And I'm like, no. It's not where my circle. Where <laughs> he hangs out, I, I don't hang out. go. Yeah. So I'm not going to see them at these type of um places so pushing yourself into you know uh, into those environments so that positively impacts your young man is important yeah okay so we're going to go back to good things that might not necessarily be the best thing in our boy's life like sports academics those are good things but they cannot be the end-all be-all when it comes to their identity Right. 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 And 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 we have we always have stories, right? Yeah. From an academic standpoint, you know, we have one of our sons, and he was um, having a really stressful year, and we had to think about, well, why why did this occur? Right. He had like four college classes and three or four other tough classes, and accelerated, and accelerated, yeah. and it was getting to the point that he was working, yes. and it was to the point that, you know... It was COVID, middle of COVID. COVID. And he's missing um, church, yeah. church on Wednesdays because he has so much to do, and you, you take a step back and you say, okay, what are we doing? The yeah. most important thing is supposed to be, is us being a, a Christian family, us being godly, us being surrounded with the world, um, with the word. If this is impacting us, we got to make a change. Right. And we did. Right. So, yeah. you know, we, you look at the, our son's class this year and, and he's a smart boy. He's on, he's taking what, two, 
uh, dual credit classes and then one or two other classes. And he's done at like 1 p.m. every day. Yeah. And he has a smile on him. And I'm not saying being, uh, you know, lackadaisical, lackadaisical or anything like that. No, no. it's not There's that. a balance. But there has to be margin, right? Yeah. There's got to be margin where you have to have time to get everything done. And if it's affecting you. And be a you, kid. Let's be honest. I think we lost sight of that for a while. We're like, oh, you got to do this, do this, and do this. Like, let's take advantage of this and let's get you to be a college junior by the time you are, you know, a freshman yeah. in college. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. And, Let them be children. Let right. them play manhunt in the, in the, <laughs> in the subdivision. Yeah, well, and it, you that, know? But that gets into sports, too, yeah, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Oh, we, we've got to travel here. We've got to do this. Yeah. We've got to break up the family. You're traveling Dividing with and one of the kids over yeah. here and staying in a hotel, and I'm in a different city, and we've got to do it here. And, oh, we got to miss church again because we're at some stupid tournament that means <laughs> nothing. And then you sit back and you say, oh, my goodness gracious. You know, what have you, I done? What have I done? I'm breaking up my family. We're not spending time together. We're exhausted. We're exhausted when we are at together. At the end of it. Yeah. So there's so many different things that can happen with that. Now, listen, I love sports, right? Yeah. And they have such a, can have such a great impact on you with your character, and especially if it's used correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you got to say to yourself, well, what is the most important thing? And if, right. And we got, right, we used to... We used to say, oh, we'll never let it affect us when it comes to going to church or on Sunday. But we did. Yeah. And it started to. Now, listen, we're not crazy. Like there's some people, it just is unbelievable how much it uproots the family and everything else. But then also at the same time for us, we we saw that it was a problem. And we said we have to make the changes. And right. that's reflecting on your life, right? That's, right? that's reflecting are we doing the best that we can right now to have an impact on our kids for eternity? Yes. Not this soccer team tournament. It's wonderful. Oh, great. I got some trophy. Right. I'm in first place instead of second. Okay. Congratulations. Now, right. does that have anything to do with eternity? No. Is that going to be... Uh, what is going to keep you uh, or is going to bring you into heaven? No. No. Yeah. No. No. And it goes back to, you know, we rate things five out of five. Is this the best we could possibly do with our time? Is it, you know, an interest that we just have to do it? You know, it's five out of five. If it's not a five out of five, we don't do it. Right. Right. And, and we've had to do that this year, right? Mm-hmm. It was sports. We have Penn and he's on a, a travel team and we kind of thought it through about the effort, the time, especially with how busy things are. And it was just, no, we're, we're gonna, you're gonna sit out this time. You're gonna do one locally and I'll work with you and we'll get you better with sports and you know improve the talent that God has given you, but not enough that it's breaking us up or we're missing church again or we're exhausted so much that uh, we don't have any margin for just spending quality time together too. Yeah, absolutely. All right, in conclusion, could you give us, let's say, three things that kingdom mamas, kingdom parents must do to just keep that identity in Christ, to build that strong foundation? For the for the young men? For the boys. Yeah, well, and some of this I'll kind of repeat. Number one, speak it to him. Yeah. Tell him, read the Bible, Scripture. show him, yeah. this is who you are. Right. Number two is live that lifestyle. Think about it. 
I want my son, I want this most important, impactful thing for him. I want him to be a Christian male. I want him to be a masculine Christian leader of others. And living that lifestyle so that he sees what it is, reading your Bible every day, praying with him every day, living your life as a Christian one. And, and you know, being a husband worthy of marriage, right? Right. We are, we are raising them up to be godly men, to lead a family one day. And that is really important. That's, that's exactly true. And, and, and lastly, you know, when it comes to their identity, it's, it's again, tr- you know, maybe the environment surrounding them in yes. the proper environment. And sometimes that can be dramatic. Sometimes yes. you have to remove them from people. Um, and there'll be ups and downs with all three of those things we talked yeah, about. Absolutely. Um, but um, at the end of it, it's we're always talking about eternity. Yeah. Good stuff. That's Thank it. you. I appreciate your time, Tim. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tune in next week. We are going to be talking about leadership, one of Tim's favorite topics. All right. (laughs) Pencil in about three hours. At least. Tim's got lots to say. Lots of books I've read. Yes. Yes. (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us, Kingdom Mamas. Until next time, have a great week. Hey, Mama, before you go, will you do me a favor? If you found this podcast encouraging and valuable, would you please head over to iTunes, leave a review, and subscribe to the show? Also, I'd love to connect with you. I can be found on social at Trudy underscore Lineski. Until next time, sweet girl, stand confidently in your calling. You are the mom for the job.